Welcome, Bills Mafia, to Bills or Bust, the podcast dedicated to all things Buffalo Bills. I'm Tom Murphy. Join in as we talk about the Buffalo Bills, of course, and also the other 31 teams in the league that will watch us win the Super Bowl or bust. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, it's been a while. Welcome back, Bills Mafia. I'm your host, Tom Murphy. Welcome to Bills or Bust podcast. Uh, today, I'm joined by second-time guest, Bills super fan from Alamo Records, Matt Fastow. Matt, good to see you, man. How's it going? Well, it's good, man. Happy New Year. I know, I think in certain realms, uh, at January, I mean, we're recording this January 10th. It may be past the, the cutoff to wish somebody Happy New Year, but we haven't seen or talked to each other really outside of text since. So, Happy New Year, man. Oh, it's absolutely. A, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a, nice it's a, to hear it in person. Oh. <laughs> and I've gotten, uh, I've definitely gotten, uh, I've gotten New Year's, Happy New Year's in like February. Actually, I got one in March one time. Um, like I'm the type, did. I'm the type to say it, even if it is March. I'm definitely like the abuser of the whatever the rule is. I'm like, oh, I <laughs> Happy New Year. Hope the year's going great. And they're like, it's 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 President's Day. What do you want? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's kind of that reminds me. I was, uh, you know, on the side. I do a uh, little bartending, and I was bartending this event on Friday night. And they had Christmas cocktails. Granted, the you know, uh, like the date was January fifth, so it's like t- it's like two full weeks after Christmas. And they were like, "Oh yeah, so well, you know, it's like it's not that far past Christmas." And I was like, "Yeah, it's, like, you know, it's only fifty weeks till the next Christmas." So that's how, uh, you know, that's pretty much how you could uh, say that. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, no, that's definitely the new Happy New Year's is very much welcomed. And yes, hopefully uh, it's a great 2024 for yourself, myself, and most importantly, these Buffalo Bills. I mean, uh, between the holidays and the new year, it's uh, it's good to be undefeated. Albeit, you know, there's some been some uh, hairy uh, situations that we've gotten through and gotten into ourselves. So, uh, but hey, listen, oh. this is uh, as optimistic as I think we're going to be as Bills fan, you know, this year as or maybe even more. So, we'll see, man. It's been fun, but <laughs> in both good and bad oh. ways. Oh, absolutely, and uh, yeah. No, we were t- we were starting to talk a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit before. Uh, but then we're like, yeah, we, we better save it for the show. But yeah, this uh, this game. And also, it's one thing one thing I definitely never liked about these 8 o'clock games is, you know, I, I like I like to pregame a little bit, of course. You know, I'm of a certain age where it, it just gets a little, uh, it gets a little hairy uh, as it starts to, like, get on. Uh, but, you know, I started, you know, I had, like, at around 3 p.m., met up with the producers, Court and Harry, and then, uh, you know, by like the third quarter i'm just uh i'm just pissed i'm surly i'm drunk and then i have a buddy uh probably a very frequent guest guest on the show jason thurston and he's a very very positive bills fan as everyone knows and i i am mostly but depending on how my mood is altered uh i can just get very like dark and negative real quick and just saying like the worst things about McDermott and just being like, Oh, this team has no business being in the, and I was just like, we have no chance to win this game. And I literally said that. And he was like, he was like, just stop it. Like he just had enough of my shit. And it's like, it was like two seconds after I sent this, like, yeah, we have no business uh, being in the playoffs either. We're going to be an early exit. And then that's right. When Hardy, return that punt 95 yards which uh it was you know i you know i 
actually don't mind saying I'm wrong, especially if it's something that beneficial. So I was very glad that Deontay Hardy was able to shut me up just for at least a second. Yeah, I mean, at least in that that play, no, but I'm the same way. I'll be, I, I'm, you know, I think I've gotten to a point as a Bills fan where I won't be as like it, it won't ruin ruin my mood if we lose. I'll be at like last year the Bengals game was like ah, like this is awful. Like we've got a home game and we lose, but it's more yeah. I end up being in that vibe of we don't even belong here like we know how this is going to end uh you know obviously we have like huge fixes to the there's holes and there's gaps and leadership and Mm -hmm. gm and mcdermott but you know and so i think there's a defense mechanism in me where i'm like hey i can kind of like laugh like you know laugh through the to the the tears um but i was in a very (laughs) similar albeit not uh inebriated mood watching the game when when hardy (laughs) one like actually caught the ball at the five yard line and i in my head i'm like why aren't you just letting that hit go and hit the ground and probably become a touchback mm-hmm. you know because then i know who was i i forget was it collinsworth or i forgot if it was another something another analyst that was like we were just criticizing richie james with the chiefs for catching he would he caught it in the end zone and took it out of the end zone on a punt return and oh, yeah. did, did not take it for a touchdown and you know pretty much reverse the entire mm-hmm. momentum of the game so um but no i know i mean we me and you had the privilege of hanging out uh during the cowboys game and even for that was what a four o'clock game that was uh you know thankfully it was a four o'clock game because we ended up going out after you know getting some more drinks with with your producer court mm-hmm. and um so that's i i agree that's the ideal situation one o'clock four o'clock game so it doesn't become a you know a late late bender essentially depending on how <laughs> uh, how good or bad the game goes oh yeah yeah i was able to still uh you know i was able to still wake up and be uh you know somewhat fresh <laughs> you know, the next day after that game. And that was just, that's uh, I, ideally how you'd like just every game to go. There was like just, uh, you know, and especially for yours first time to the Bills Bars, Bills Bar Murphy's in Astoria, uh, it was just, you know, when everything just goes your way, it just makes for such a festive atmosphere. You know, I've only been to that bar during wins. Uh, so I think that's- I may have to continue... Like maybe maybe the divisional round I'll go back. I have to take advantage maybe of the one PM early start against a team like the Steelers this week. But uh oh yeah, no, just it really helps when it's festive and everything. Cause I've definitely been at uh you know, I've been at Bill's bars where, you know, it's and it's not just the sadness of the game, it's just like there's hostility. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, nobody's really like talking to each other, you know, nobody wants to talk to each other and like, you know, say the wrong thing. And also, you know, like I definitely know, you know, Bills fans, as much as I love them, they can uh, they can get under my skin sometimes. <laughs> uh, I remember my friend and I, we went to one in uh, we went to a one in Bills bar in North Jersey uh, last year for the Dolphins game, the week two game. Yeah, that was like twenty one nineteen, and I was I was there in Miami. Absolutely. Not not a not a good day for oh wow to be drinking oh, yeah. since nine a.m. in ninety degree uh, you know temperatures on the field. So yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh no, that must have just been dreadful. And I hate I hate the hot weather, and I'm not fond of the state of Florida. And I know it's your I know it's your home state, but um, my mom lived there for a short time, and 
uh, like just going in October, even December, I just found it dreadful. It's just uh, like, yeah, it like, can get like, through, it should yeah. not be. It should not be like this. No, I uh, I revisited for the first time, or at least like I went back twice last year in 2023, and it was April and May, and it never. I sound I'm dating myself. I'm like in my day, it was never this hot. It was oppressively hot. The human and even like it got oh, to. Yeah. I never saw it. And listen, we understand it's humid down there, but it usually never touched mm-hmm. like 90, like nine a hundred degrees with the heat index it was mm-hmm. like 115 on some days i'm like this is not oh, yeah. you can't do that so but um but yeah so going to what you're saying about just i think i've been there too where you go to a bill's bar it can kind of be all over the place and the vibe is not insane oh, yeah. even even unless it is just like purely just great you know shut out you know everyone's happy and everyone's mm-hmm. just you know inebriated into a good point not throwing up or getting into fights but yeah like you said it can go either way oh yeah and i've been to those there was there was one where we got rocked by new orleans like 10 years ago and i was at mcfadden's which was like the legendary bills bar Mm -hmm. for like a decade plus in midtown manhattan and uh oh yeah cops had to be called and it was just yeah there was just no you know there was no even like uh you know joy and commiserating like people were just angry and it was i was a little younger so i kind of stuck around and watched all the like madness but at this age now i would have been like completely out of there but uh oh yeah no at this bills bar at the miami game it was i i definitely have a pet peeve almost with uh any fan no matter if they're against me or with like with me uh i really have a problem with ref blaming you know it's one thing to call about like a one call but you know they, they were pretty much saying it's like, oh, it's like the you know we were play, you know, it's like we were playing against the refs today, and that just always because I'm like, no, nah, you got to take responsibility for your actions. There may have been like one, like one or two calls that you just didn't feel went your way, went your way. But I've definitely seen uh, you know Alan get credit for the flops mm-hmm. and yeah. everything. So I'm kind of like you know you give you know you get some, you take some, but uh, yeah, no, that was that was a perfect uh, introduction to uh, Murphy's for you and hopefully we can uh, meet up for a playoff game because hopefully there'll be plenty of them. Yeah, no, I mean, if you end up here. going, if you end up going this weekend or next weekend in a perfect world, we're playing next weekend. Yeah. Let me know. I'm, it's uh, the long weekend here and it's my birthday weekend. So I'm definitely looking for a, a celebratory uh, vibe for, for watching a bills game. Absolutely. And I absolutely do remember uh, that. Uh, and I remember, I think you said your birthday, like, four times that night but of course it may have slipped my mind i want to say it was uh january 14 close 16th it's the tuesday it's the day mlk observed so um but no it's it's always it's honestly it's been like in my you know advanced age i always have good usually good memories of the bills especially in playoffs because it would always be around my birthday so i actually when i was i think i was turning eight it was um i did my birthday at this like lounge and we watched the bills raiders playoff game <laughs> and they i think they won like it was a blowout and i was just like this is great i was like an eight-year-old oh, year old kid just you know enjoying uh or even maybe younger that seven was, so that was like the 51 like the 51 to 3 game i think yeah, right no, no, no. yeah was that so, it so. oh the afc championship oh that was oh that was absolutely glorious and i uh yeah i remember i was i was, I was slightly slightly older than you i was uh i know i was like 11 years old that one so yeah the math the math adds up there yeah. so but yeah speaking of uh days of old i'm gonna give you this uh 
little, uh, I usually go with the trivia question, something pertaining to the upcoming game. And since we haven't had a show in more than two weeks, this relates to the Chargers game. So there was an interesting uh, little tidbit before the realignment in 2002. You could go quite a long time without playing certain teams. And the Bills had like a 13-year stretch where they did not play the San Diego Chargers. They went from like 1985, and then they didn't play them again till week one in 1998. So the trivia question is, who were the starting quarterbacks for both the Buffalo Bills and the San Diego Chargers in that week one game where they faced each other for the first time in 13 years? Was it Rob Johnson as one of them? Yep, that is. And then was the other one Doug Flutie? that is correct. No, Doug Flutie came in for the Bills. For some reason, I thought thought Rob may have, I thought it was like a tough question where Rob was on the Chargers at that point or something like that. But so Rob Rob for us in 92 for the Chargers, eesh. It was uh, Mm -hmm. Brian Leaf? No. Correct, Amundo. First wow. ever football game. Wow, Brian Leaf, and he actually, obviously, he had a, a less than stellar career, being the second overall pick in that year, nineteen ninety eight. He actually won that game, sixteen to fourteen. Wow. That is how uh, you know how horrible that season started off for the Bills. They ended up making the playoffs that year once they switched to Flutie, but. Uh, yeah, I was so excited. You know, it was like the first time in my viewing history the Bills were playing the San Diego Chargers, and I'm like, oh my god, this just doesn't even seem right. And they lost, and just like a, it was one of those ugly games where like both teams deserve to lose. Yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, no Ryan Leaf. So it was one of his few victories. We can always say, uh, you know, the Bill like. Uh, Despite the Bills having somewhat somewhat de- decent history, I would say in my lifetime, minus seventeen years, I'm uh, seventeen years is less than half of my Bills viewing. So I'd say the majority of them have been somewhat good. We do have some very negative things. We're, uh, you know, we lost to Urban Meyer. Uh, I was lost to Ryan was, Leaf. That was an ugly one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you say Chargers, I I automatically think of the wasn't the Peterman game against the Chargers the first the Tyrod is out they put in Peterman uh, yes. and then he throws five picks <laughs> yeah. in the first was it four in the first yeah. half or five in the first half? Oh, it was five in the first half. He was pulled and uh, Tyrod actually he actually kind of gave us a chance. Like we actually yeah. started to like narrow the gap and uh, yeah, I even. I, that really upset me because I was also one of those who was calling for Tyrod to be benched. I was like, we need, you know, I was thinking, it's like, we need something. We need, we absolutely need something here. And then I, Peterman I don't know came in and not to keep this on the Peterman, you know, failed quarterback side, not Tyrod. I love, you know, I, I've always, I've, I have a soft spot for Tyrod, especially oh, yeah, if he do well with the giants this season. But um, I, I saw Peterman actually came in at one point for the bears this past week when fields got hurt, but it was only for one play. He just did a handoff and I was like, geez, cause they, for whatever Peterman oh, is their man. third string. And, but anyways, Peterman. Oh, after big. Yeah. Yeah. After bad, they, yeah. They, they had him inactive for whatever reason. I think, Oh, he was sick. So Peterman was the second quarterback oh, wow. on Sunday and they're so lost one, to the Packers. So one, so one successful handoff, that was probably his highest quarterback rating in, uh, <laughs> in his career. <laughs> Yeah, one hundred, one hundred percent. But uh, man, but for some reason, I mean, you got to give it to the guy. The guy's like kind of, you know, 
literally a joke, you know, Instagram, they have tons of memes still about him. He's still relevant, you know, just because of his like complete lack of success and his outrageous touchdown to interception ratio, Uh but somehow he is still in the league. So he's definitely doing something that, uh, you know, coaches are seeing and like are keeping him around. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he has a future in coaching or something. So, uh, Usually that's usually those are the kinds of guys who uh, just kind of stick around in the league and where you don't know why, and then they become successful coaches. I, I mean, sure, we'll we'll see. Let let's see how that uh, <laughs> how that cookie crumbles with with uh, Mr. Peterman. Oh yeah. So yeah, before uh, you know, we get into this big playoff game, uh, Bills are riding a five game winning streak. Uh, kind of have to touch on the fact. Uh, Despite how, you know, a little off they've looked, uh, it's pretty remarkable that the Bills have gone from, you know, they went from like 20% chance to make the playoffs just like, you know, probably five weeks ago to the number two seed in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mean, it's... I got a little help along the way, but it's, I mean, regardless, it's pretty remarkable. Only one of those wins I was really, truly uh, impressed with them. But uh, regardless, uh, usually we lose those t- those like tough uh, bad games. So yeah. uh, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Like it was a pretty remarkable run, and uh, you know it definitely. We'll see how well it continues. Yeah, it's kind of honestly surreal too because the la- the first and most previous time I was on your show on the on the pod, it was you know right after the Giants game, and that was maybe like the signs were there that there was trouble in with the team and you know the offense and the operations and execution, and we were like, hey, we got by, you know, we're a winning team, and and then it just went really south. It just went so south. Like I don't think either of us <laughs> saw that. And then to kind of see them, you know, like unbury them, like dig themselves out from the from the grave, you know, between just the injuries mm-hmm. and then, of course, the uh, you know the bye week article that was crit- critical of uh, McDermott and bringing up the uh, the nine eleven hijackers, like he and yeah, I mean, give credit to like you said, give credit where it's due. Like McDermott pulled himself out of that. The team really got behind him, which was great to see. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty much saved his job probably in that in that span. Um, you know, in the same time span we you know got rid of dorsey and put brady in and i think there was you know depending on who's mm-hmm. different you know the the kurt warners mina kinds of the world were probably like hey the offense didn't really improve it was still like the same metrics when it came to like epa and you know offensive success rate and whatever the case may be but you could tell there was a little bit of a difference in terms of maybe you know again without knowing what was really done to change things like you know josh had a little bit more pep in his step and they kind of were like going to shakir more and i don't know so um you know, so, so in that five-game winning streak, you know, post the Eagles' loss, which was devastating for me because it was right there, uh, and going into the bye. <laughs> but and maybe it was something as simple as like, hey, having that one week off to kind of like reassess and get rested and get your guys back, and it, it's been mm-hmm. pretty pretty great, you know. And again, there's been some games that slow starts on offense josh shooting himself in the foot with with decision making um but i mean between the defense really stepping up the 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 rasul douglas trade has looked incredible like i don't know if bean can really give himself more credit for an in-season trade that's been that chain game changing for you know i mean yeah he's talking Mm -hmm. when the rams traded for von miller the year they won 
I don't know uh, any other, you know, team, you probably know better than I, like of recent trade deadlines that, you know, a, a big impactful player, McCaffrey going to from the to the Niners last year, maybe. But this has been mm-hmm. very impressive. And it's it's been a, you know, Deontay Hardy, special teams player of the week included. Like that was a guy I think during the season we're like, okay, was he really worth 10 million a year? Uh, you know, getting only a handful of snaps on <laughs> offense, you know, kind of being okay as a punt returner. He was averaging like what 10 yards a return at that point up until then. Um, and I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw that to stick on Hardy, because of that return going 95 yards it bumped his average return uh, yardage up to the point where it, it triggered a quarter of a million dollar bonus for the season. So, you know, it was, Oh, a, wow. Good for him. That, and that'll, yeah, that'll definitely motivate you. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he caught that at the five yard line saying, okay, let me get my bonus right now. I think it was just yeah, exactly. <laughs> very, very, uh, in- incredible, uh, you know, run for the past five games and to go into the, like, uh, you know, Josh said it twice between, you know, post game in, in Miami and on with Scott Van Pelt on ESPN. He's like, Hey, if you told me at the beginning of the year, we were going to be the number two seed, have a home playoff game, uh, sign me up. And of course, it wasn't as simple as week one starts and now we're in week 18 and we're there. It was not the oh, yeah. easiest route, uh, you know, to go. So that is so that is so true. You know, I definitely uh, uh, my expectations were slightly lower from uh, last season uh, where everybody, you know, everybody was right. Like, you know, crowning us champs, you know, beginning before the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, yeah. So, yeah, being the like number two seed, and also being a also being ahead of the Chiefs. So where if we do yeah. have to play them, you know they will have to come. They will have to finally come. Uh, yeah, no, it's like right now it's a very favorable place to be in. But yeah, no, it was a very very stressful ride. Uh, like you said, that Eagles game. Even though at the time we thought the Eagles were the best team in the NFL. And <laughs> things have not gone their way. I mean, they're still in the playoffs and anything can happen. But there was just something about that game where it was like it was almost just completely deflating. Just like, is this are we is this what we're just destined for? It's like, is this as good as we can get? Like playing when we play our best game and just these few mistakes just completely just ruin it for us. Yeah, and like I'm interested because I have a good amount of friends that, you know, obviously the Bills have been prime time around like, you know, main uh, you know, for the Cowboys game was the only four o'clock game on Fox that day. You know, we're we're getting the main looks. We're mm-hmm. getting, you know, the big the big windows for viewing. And a couple of my friends that are not Bills friend fa- uh, fans, they're kind of starting to see and understand maybe what we you and I deal with, which is like, wow, that was heartbreaking or oh my goodness, how do you do this every week, every season? <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like uh, it's 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 impossible to explain with words without watching the games and and they're like oh how did you lose that game oh um they missed the field goal but we had 12 men on the field for a field goal kick and it's like it doesn't it's it's and oh why why is the coach under uh, scrutiny today why is he trending on google and twitter oh, yeah. right now uh it's like oh because yeah. it came 
out that he uh, referenced the 9-11 terrorist attacks when talking to his team to start. It's These things don't make sense in any way. And as someone I know, you know, I don't know if you talk about yeah. your other work um, on Saturday night, like these are things that one are referenced mm-hmm. in your, on your job and at your job Absolutely. to the point of it is, it's parody. It's, it's, and yet it is one of those <laughs> things where you, you laugh through the pain and you didn't, to be in this position right now is, hey, happy joy uh and we we go from there it's 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 the team that definitely represents my life in my uh 38 going on 39 years out here yeah it is funny i uh no i totally remember telling you about the uh um yeah they made a joke on sean mcdermott right after that and it had to like then they made a definitely a dig at the buffalo bills which was like even a little inaccurate but you know it's still uh you know, still like fits, you know, still fits the mold for the history of the team. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. And it is crazy when that whole thing broke, it just kind of seemed like, oh, and this is where we go downhill. Yeah. You know, this is where the team just collapses and it's come, it's been kind of the opposite. I can't say so much for Al and Al, like if you told me, you know, you know, Josh was going to continue this kind of, uh, you know, turn like this turnover kick Mm -hmm. that he's had, you know, uh, yeah. With the exception of the Cowboys game, because he was handing it off almost every time. Uh, but we've been doing it with mainly defense and run and running. And yeah. that's not how I would have thought we would have done it, especially with all the injuries we've had. And uh, but we all know like Allen can just turn it around on a dime. And, you know, he's done it before. It's almost similar to 2000, 2021. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, it's just it's good to see that the Bills are you know, they're coming together as a team to just, you know, even if a lot of these are ugly wins, they are wins. And it's good to know that they can win these types of games. Yeah, no, I think, you know, without getting into the stats of like close games and how play, I remember it's, it's crazy to, you know, being, I went to the Bills Chargers game in LA uh, right before uh, Christmas and the Chargers fans that were there, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it was like a Bills home game in, in SoFi Stadium. But I didn't, I'm not surprised that there were Chargers fans. Honestly, at one point when they were winning, they, they were kind of getting loud, like good, good on them. You know, it wasn't like piped in music, Mm -hmm. but either way, it's like, I didn't realize at that point the Chargers had lost. I think six games that they were 0 and 6 in games, uh, three points or less difference, and that ended up being oh, wow. seven. Yeah, so it's like you know, I saw somebody in front of me drafting a tweet like, We should patent, uh, you know, the act of losing close games, we're just so good at it. And I'm like, Yeah, the bill, and it's, so it's like, Listen, I think you know, a lot of teams mm-hmm. have those bad luck runs, and you know, it's not as simple as it's more obviously, it's you know game of inches any given Sunday, yada, yada. Um, but it's, it's really been impressive to see how they've, you know, kind of pulled themselves, you know, out of the, the grave, pulled them up, pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and just gotten it done. Yes. Like, you know, and uh, there's so many, every game that we've seen during this five game span, multiple moments, albeit we even in areas, Tony offside aside, like just seeing, you know, them, go down the field and get those plays. And like you said, with defense and, and Russell Douglas, three turnovers against the uh, Patriots, um, you know, mm-hmm. and just guys really coming to get it done. You know, Ed Oliver just stepping up, uh, Daquan coming back, you know, Floyd being a steal of a free agent pickup by being this season. I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. when we picked him up late in training camp, we were like, okay, we got Von Miller's going to come back. Rousseau's going to be good. We also have Shaq Lawson. We have Epinesa, but Floyd has been like the guy. So, um, 
Oh, absolutely. It's it's been and uh, also yeah, gotta also mention Torrell Bernard was uh absolutely somebody uh I was like expecting to just be this like temporary, you know, gap filler until we found somebody to really, you know, fill in the hole that Edmonds left. And in like uh in actuality, Bernard has seemed has been a lot more effective than Edmonds ever was. No, and I mean I think I think, you know, the whole thing when we had Edmonds in those years, it was always like, oh, when is he going to make the spat splash plays? He's been so solid and, you know, coverage. And we really, I, I always like was very apologetic Edmonds defender. And I think it just never really looked good in the box scores because he wasn't getting interceptions. He wasn't getting sacks. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know, maybe getting washed out and like run blocking too much. But Bernard's been doing the other things too. And actually, like you said, kind of being a night, a little bit of an upgrade you know, over Edmonds, but you oh, yeah. know, I think it's, I was looking last night in my, you know, woke up in the middle of the night, looking at the draft from last year from 2022. And, you know, outside of, you know, obviously Kair has been kind of a flop for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes, but Hey, maybe you can do something and develop going into the off season. Um, but I mean, second round, James Cook, third round, Bernard, fifth round, Shakir, who got a hundred yards against Miami last week, this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I like, I like him more and more. Yeah, no, and and without getting into the hey, maybe should be like the Beasley kind of you know uh, safety net, mm-hmm. uh, but he's just doing really well. Uh, Benford in the sixth round was you know he's our second, he's our starting cornerback out um, opposite of, mm-hmm. of Rasul right now, and then even on the in the Dolphins game, seventh round pick Balen Specter. He came in when Dodson got hurt, really made some key tackles, really stopped the run when, you know, the Dolphins were not getting anything. And it's like, it's really been impressive to see the next man up mentality, like, go beyond it. And again, even last week with Russell getting hurt and Dane Jackson coming in, listen, he still has a a little bit of a liability when going up against guys like uh, 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 Hill. But he, you know, made some deflections, got oh, into yeah. the pass and made great tackle against um, Barrios to force them to punt. Like, everyone's making plays. It's really impressive and fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, and you just have to, uh, you know, you're talking about that Los Angeles Chargers game. It's almost similar to this game coming up here where, you know, uh, when I saw the line and I understand the line, uh, the Bills being favored by ten points. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the Bills have been favored uh, by ten plus points at least four times this season, and every time they uh, they have not won by they have not covered that spread. I think they're th- like they in actual their record they're three and one. They lost to the Patriots when they were twelve points like favorites but like the giants they were like i think they were 15 point favorites one by five the chargers they were 12 point favorites uh they won that by two and uh and then the patriots again where they won by six when they were favored by 12 so it's it's getting me a little uh a little scared and also because the steelers are going to be without uh undoubtedly their best player tj watt and the similar to the chargers the chargers were without probably their three best players herbert allen and joey bosa Mm -hmm. and lo lo and behold easton stick makes a game of it Uh, so there that's like that is the one thing everything on paper shows me that the bills should just absolutely annihilate this team but it's those just intangibles that we've seen from the season everything where it looks like this should just be a complete like romp in the bill's favor makes me think like, Oh, this is going to go down to the wire. 
I mean, personally, I would hope not because I, I'm kind of over that. Uh, yeah, the Patriots Chargers game is being slow to start. Mind you, losing for part of the game, if not multiple parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like the and this, listen, the Steelers, good coaching. Tomlin is a veteran. You know, he never had a losing season, so it's not like he's here by mistake. And listen, they really turned it around the last couple of weeks um, with with what's his name, the quarterback who came in. They're saying, hey, even with Pickett healthy, they're going to start him over Pickett, and he can move the ball down the field a little bit more a little bit more vertical you know pickens is, is a freaking you know he's a he's a weapon and i know it's like ideally we know how to stop those weapons like we did it against lamb and dallas we did it against rasheed rice for the most part kansas city um mm-hmm. so by all means i think we can limit them but it doesn't mean that they're not good and they're not able to break a play or two oh, yeah. um so i think you know and I, i'm so confident in the defense that we can go do well against against these guys and really make some plays and make some you know affect the game and keep the uh, you know keep the ball on their side of the field for the most part so um but yeah the, the oh, yeah. point spread has been kind of insane to see those games where <laughs> we're highly expected to cover and then i have my friends that are degenerate gamblers like what are you doing and i go listen don't talk oh, to yeah. me about the bills betting history it's not my field oh i know oh i have uh, i have an uncle in new jersey who uh you know, he's he's not much of a gambler. He likes to he likes to toy with it, but he's always asking. He's like, "So you think? Uh, so like, yeah, so you think uh, like the Bills giving five points?" And I'm like, "Please, like, please don't ask me. Please don't ask me to like make some prediction on the Bills. It's just you just absolutely never know with this team. Like one of the one of the games I was most worried about this entire season. Two of them were uh, going against Miami." And going like in week three or week four, and going against Dallas when in like those like that must win game, and those were our two best games. Those were absolutely, you know, like uh, you just never know. You just never know with this team. And uh, yeah, you mentioned with uh, you mentioned uh, Johnson and Pickens. One great thing is if the defense can really get to them, uh, as talented as those guys can be. Uh, they they seem to have a really kind of crappy attitude, you know. They're, they've definitely been kind of exposed in like the last part of the season, you know, uh, phoning it in on plays and just uh, you know being frustrated. I mean, this was pre pre Mason Rudolph where they seem to get a little bit of a spark, but you know, you start to frustrate these guys. These guys they have not proven themselves to be like the rah rah you know yeah. types that are going to like rally this team up so i mean that's one thing that could work in our favor if we can come out strong on defense i agree yeah and i think you know to deontay and pickens credit i think they kind of you know got into a better place after being criticized mind you they were like the talking point of the talking heads on espn fox sports etc so i think they obviously don't want that to be the uh you know the the mark they leave on the season mind you if they exit in the perfect world they exit the season in buffalo um but they're they're good players you know and i think that that steelers team is still Mm -hmm is coached well especially on the defensive side Minka Fitzpatrick will probably play and that guy is a beast and I'm scared of that guy you know one of the top safeties oh, in the league um, you know they have our old friend mm-hmm. Levi Wallace as one quarterback they have former you know Joey Porter the ju- junior on one side I don't know if he starts but you know they're oh, yeah. they're they're coached well in the, on by mm-hmm. Tomlin and I think it's you don't want Josh to be in a position where he's shooting himself in the foot for lack of a better phrase and making really poor decisions against those guys against the I mean again the Dolphins did not have a lot of key players, Jalen Phillips, Chubb being hurt, and then even more players getting hurt. And yet, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. Fangio dialing up the, the blitzes when it worked or when it, he needed to, oh, yeah. 
it flustered Josh Allen into one, at least one interception and then a fumble and recovery by Wilkins. So I think in a perfect world, Josh Allen is the Josh Allen that came out against the Patriots in that playoff game two years ago when we just scorched them mm-hmm. and, you know, threw in the, the Micah Hyde pick aside, like um, I'm very confident that we can make it work and there's not going to be crazy elements in the, in the game in Buffalo. It should be just cold, but this is Buffalo. This is why, this is why we want a home game. So we have that home field advantage. Oh yeah. Oh, speak. I'm going off on a little tangent, but it just, you just, just totally reminded me. How are you, uh, how are you just loving this uh, Miami dolphin trend on Twitter? They all want to move this game out of, Kansas City to the point that the week. fan base like, on the, the Dolphins fan base are trying to like they're just talking about how we have to move this game like that's the trend right now yeah they're, they're like there's a lot of uh and I think even some uh maybe like maybe somebody in the Dolphins office had suggested moving the game to Indianapolis and a lot of the Dolphins fans who were also very bitter that uh the game was moved to 8 p.m in week 18 because they wouldn't have that sideline yeah you know, that sideline or advantage with the bills roasting in the sun granted it would be like you know early january and not six, september 60, yeah, but, 60 uh, degrees to compared to 90 degrees yeah. is a little bit nicer yeah. in december exactly january, so oh yeah um no i i've i've kind of bless you i've moved on from twitter as of now yeah. unless i have to you know read that <laughs> honestly i only go on it if it's to read the bills writers like buscagli with the athletic or elena with the espn oh, yeah. or Catherine with uh, the buffalo news um i really don't touch it just for you know to avoid things like that where it's dolphin fans making something trend that is literally against the whole orthodoxy of football, which is you play in January, oh, yeah. the frozen tundra, <laughs> playing the elements, the, you know, the, the Patriots Raiders, uh, exactly, uh, yeah. uh, what do you get the fumble or was it the, the tuck rule? Mm-hmm. Like this is why you play football. So. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's why you win one more game in the regular season. Yeah. And, that's and why and you know, try and win one more game. Like without without getting into it, I listen. I I want that to be a good game between uh, Miami and KC. I hope that the Dolphins show up because you know they're they're a good team. They're a scary team. Uh, they're competitive. They're coached well. They have really good players in Tyreek and Waddle and Tua and Achan and Mostert. Um, it's going to be tough that that you know Kansas City is not a uh, mm-hmm. place do you want to go to. And we've you know oh, we're zero oh, yeah. two in the playoffs, and that's weather aside. So. Um, Bless their hearts, and, and, and Mahomes can make yeah. Mahomes can make anything happen too. It's yeah. uh, you can talk about like yeah, there there is there's a lot of concern with their wide receivers. He can make it happen. I know, uh, you know, he can always find a way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and with like the Steelers, you know, all these defensive players you mentioned, uh, you know, Watt will be a huge loss. But then the other on the other side. That edge rusher uh, Alex Highsmith, he is definitely uh, definitely made a name for himself, and he could definitely uh, you know give us some problems. Uh, even though the offensive line has just been pretty spectacular this year, I've always had like Dawkins and especially Spencer Brown past few years kind of on my hot seat. I always thought Dawkins got a little more credit than he deserved. This year, he's been absolutely phenomenal. I think he's given up one sack in uh, two hundred and like six hundred and seventy something like. Pass, passing situations yeah. and he's like turned like he's absolutely just turned into an absolute beast uh no everything on paper is looking like we should uh you know we should just have this game but here's another interesting thing with the steelers defense uh definitely have the definition of bend don't break when you look at the uh when you look at like statistically they're in the bottom half in the nfl and giving up passing yards 
and they're and giving up rushing yards. However, I think they're sixth in least points given up. So that is definitely, it's something that doesn't really make sense. Usually you would think like if they're giving up all of these yards. So that would lead me to believe uh, that they must have a pretty good red zone uh, defense. And, you know, that's, uh, I would love nothing more than for Allen to just come out of this game. Obviously the win is most important, but if he could come out of this with no turnovers, it would just be such a sigh of relief just going forward and knowing because this is this is going to be no matter how long our run is this is going to be the easiest matchup we have yeah in the playoffs yeah because i think you know and going back to what you're saying about just our offensive line against their defensive line like you said highsmith is really good really impressive he can make some you know some splash plays and probably affect our our offensive line um cameron hayward is a, is a stout defensive tackle and I think what we saw last week, and even you know, Puskaglia from the Athletic was kind of mentioning it, like maybe Ot- Osiris, um, our, our right guard, maybe you know he hasn't played this much in a season before, so could be you know getting a little bit mm-hmm. slower, getting a little bit more uh, you know reactive when they play some, make some stunts and things like that. So you know, yeah, like you said, we've been so fortunate. I don't know what other team has played the same five offensive linemen and you know for every game you know for the season that's mm-hmm. super impressive from a health and also just their you know ability to block for josh um and also i want to mention from the dolphins game you know kind of a under the radar you know tip of the hat is when dawkins went out because he hurt his finger he got cut he had to get stitched up ryan vandemark his backup left tackle came in oh yeah undrafted out of i forgot where uh yukon you know, thank you wasn't even a Bills yeah. pick. What did Bill, Colts signed him, then got released. Bills have had him, developed him, came in, played well, did his job. Like that's super impressive, especially with the amount of different, you know, Quisenberry last year, and then Spencer Brown and uh, Saffold. Like so, again, that's a great, you know, thing to really for communication and all that. I know Dawkins really hyped him up after the game and during the game for you know filling in for those handful, you know, ten or so plays. Um, so, and yeah, to your oh, yeah. point, I, I, I want Josh to come out unscathed, both, you know, injury and, you know, statistically, uh, you know, show that he is this, you know, supreme elite player. And yeah, of course, everyone's like, yeah, you know, so what he has 44 combined touchdowns, but look at the turnovers and okay, you know, you're going to have turnovers yeah. as long as it's not mm-hmm. super egregious, like the Patriots game, pick, pick, throw, and even the Chargers game. Some of those picks were just really, really bad looking. You know, throwing in the double coverage or oh, throwing yeah. to, you know, a guy that is definitely not open. I mean, for God's sakes, mm-hmm. when a seventh round pick that was the Bills pick is the one that picks you off. I know. Like, Actually, it didn't like, dawn it didn't dawn on me until uh my buddy had I just seen I was watching at a bar in New Orleans with uh no sound because the Saints game was on. Mm-hmm. And because I couldn't like the Bills bar was just too far. I had a lot going on. It was New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. And I just saw this guy, Austin, got an interception. I'm like, oh nuts. And somebody said it was Alex Austin or mm-hmm. who uh, you know, kind of like I, I thought he was like somewhat like I thought he was a pretty good pick for that time. So it was just that stung a little bit more. And also to know because I had no idea where this guy went after yeah. Buffalo. And to know it's like he's getting a he's getting a, like he didn't get it when he's on like the I don't know who's in a, who's an inoffensive team, the Falcons. You know, he's getting it with the Patriots. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, no, yeah, that was that definitely stung a little bit more. So, and uh, yeah, no, as you, yeah, as you mentioned, with, with the uh, you know, there's the people who are like, you know, oh well, he's you know, 
he's got the 44 touchdowns. What about the turnovers? And then there's like, oh, well, he's got those turnovers. What about the touchdowns? He's he's both. You know, yeah. it's uh, so as somebody called him, he's the like agent of chaos. It's what you get with him. And, you know, it would be nice for him to cut the turnovers down. But, you know, Brett Favre never did. And he's managed to get a ring. And that's, you know, that's all I'm asking. One, I'd love to, but just just one, just one ring. Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, I, I mean, I, it's, you have those pipe dreams and you have those moments where you kind of, I'm daydreaming the past couple of days, like, wow, this could be it. Mm-hmm. Like, and listen, it's great to be in a position to be the number two seed and makes our path to the, you know, to the promised land to be in Vegas in February to, you know, it's not impossible. You know, but I think right now what we're saying after today's game, after Sunday's game, probably play the winner of the Chiefs Dolphins at home at that. You know, we've, we have experience with both teams after that, if, mm-hmm. you know, if it's in, if it's in God's will, we'll be in the AFC championship and possibly against the Ravens. You know, we played them before. It's, it's not out of the realm mm-hmm. of possibility, but listen, every game is going to present its different challenges. Oh, yeah. All these, you know, each playoff team, honestly, in the AFC is really good. It Browns, Jim Schwartz has done an incredible job with that defense. And for goodness sakes, having Flacco, their fourth string guy, essentially, you know, Keep oh, yeah. them here is impressive. Houston, what a turnaround they've done, and of course, rooting for guys like Singletary and Jerry Hughes over there, and to have a rookie quarterback, a rookie coach, like all these teams are fun to watch, and they're a challenge in in their own right. So, and even mm-hmm. Pittsburgh again, it's like what I've loved to oh, play yeah. against Indianapolis with their backup quarterback, and what I want to play against the Bengals and get some revenge, albeit against Browning, sure. But this is the playoff. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a challenge. Oh, absolutely. I know. And speaking of which, if you told me in the beginning of the year that, uh, you know, there was going to be a Texans Browns playoff game and it was going to be, and it was going to possibly be a great matchup. I would have told you like, like what planet is it? Are you talking about in seven years from now? Like, no, no way in 20, the 2023 season, but yeah, here we are. And yeah, no, it's going to be, uh, going to be a hell of a playoff and yeah, I'm just set for set for 1 PM. Uh, be fantastic one thing this is the first this is going to be the fourth time the bills have faced the steelers in the postseason and the first time ever in buffalo wow i was uh yeah i think they were showing it was only it was was, we played three times before you said and i think i saw hopefully it's not part of your the next trivia question which by the way one of my favorite times uh or things when we met and watched the cowboys game the other week is like first (laughs) quarter you're talking to other bills fans and you're asking you're literally giving them trivia like during the first quarter so you uh you do a great Mm -hmm. job of being engaged with the fan base i appreciate that um but it was oh i thank you so i am i am one and it's uh yeah. it's my own kind you know we're we're all uh we're all a bree you know we're all kindred spirits here you know yeah and i was i was looking at the box score of the last time we played the steelers in the playoffs and unfortunately it was like what 95 and it was in pittsburgh at oh uh, yeah at, it was at three rivers at the time they played at and they just blew us yeah. out it was neil o'donnell and i guess well i don't even know if barry foster was there still and it just uh, looking i was, was like bam I, morris oh my god i bam honestly morris I ran for 100 yards against us I was looking at that box score. I was like, I don't remember this game at all. I mean, I was like 11 at the time, oh. so it's not like I have an amazing memory, mm-hmm. but it, I would have been like, oh, yeah. okay, it was the divisional round, I think. And I was like, yeah, I just don't remember that yeah, game at all. Because I was, uh, I was, I definitely remembered. I was a junior in high school because the next year I was a senior in high school and that was the G- uh, Jaguars Bills wildcard round. I went to that uh, game oof. and that was like, and of course that was the first game the Bills 
first playoff game the Bills ever lost in Buffalo or at, or in Rich Stadium at least and I was there so I always felt like I have to be a jinx because how how did this happen but yeah that 40 uh what I remember mostly about that game not that it was um and I think it was kind of when it was still within reach uh Cornelius Bennett completely dropped a sure thing pick six it like you know he was like behind the line of scrimmage he caught like hit him right in the numbers nothing but open field in front of him and hit him right in the numbers and just fell out and then i think the steelers may have scored like three plays later and it was and that that point it was over and uh yeah so we lost that one we lost to them in the 70s uh and i think it was our only playoff appearance in the 70s and 74 uh 32 14 pittsburgh went on to win the super bowl that year and in 92 was our only win uh 24 to 3 that was the game after the uh greatest comeback ever oh wow okay and Jeez. and that was frank reich and uh yes yeah, since we're getting wrapping up here that game is going to actually be the basis of this trivia question so in the 92 win i wasn't going to do any trivia from the the uh devastating 40 to 21 uh loss but in the 24 to 3 win uh versus Pittsburgh in 92 uh there was one player on the Bills who had a 100 yard game from scrimmage and who would that be I'd like you to answer that after we wrap up here but uh you know until then Matt once again thank you so much for coming on the show and hopefully I have you on in a couple weeks uh you know, when we're either getting ready for, you know, big Super Bowl win or already celebrating. And, uh, but regardless, you know, uh, as always, thank you for being on. And, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be in touch this weekend, uh, about the game for sure. No, let's do it, Tom. Always a pleasure. I'm glad. Uh, thanks for having me on again. You know, I, I, I want nothing more to do in, in my day to day, you know, before, during or after work hours to just talk about the bills. Um, so to, to give me that opportunity and to actually listen and to, you know, banter with me, I appreciate it. So thanks for uh, having me. And, oh, absolutely. And, and, and definitely talk soon. I know. And that, that hour just went by so quickly. But uh, so thank you, Matt. And thank you, Bills Mafia. And Join us next time on Bills or Bust. Let's go, Buffalo! Thanks again for listening to Buffalo Bills or Bust. Remember to like and subscribe. Leave a comment, and let's go, Buffalo! Buffalo Bills or Bust has been a Samurai Dinosaur production. Copyright 2023.